Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Calvert, and thank you guys so, so much for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. It truly is an honor to have you guys here. If you're veterans of the show, you know the deal. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for checking out the show. Um, you know, and uh, the show's really growing. It's it's amazing, and I am so pleased and happy that you guys are here. I want to provide value and provide you guys with, with stories that might help inspire you to, um, you know, to grow and to become more than what you are, to find a passion, even if it's just a side hustle or a side job, where you can actually be happy and and find joy in life and not be like I was for so many years where I was just like going through the motions of life because you know I had a job and a wife and I was doing this and I really wasn't happy about it but I was doing it because I had to you know not because I wanted to and that don't get me wrong I mean who honestly wants to work but if you can find something to break up that that, um, you know, monotony, you know, work, if it's boring or unfulfilling, might become less of a pain point, and you can, you know, enjoy other things in life, so that's what I've done, is I've found a a different outlet, I've found a, you know, I've found writing, I've found podcasting, I've found, um, social media marketing, I've found, um, all these different avenues to to help give me something to keep distracted and to keep my day broken up, to keep me interacting with other people that I wouldn't normally interact with. I mean, if you look at my interviews, and I'm not trying to say like I'm some kind of impressive interviewer, because I really don't think I am. I mean, I'm I'm you know new to this just like I am to podcasting, but the people I've interviewed are not people I would have normally come in contact with. And that's not to gloat. I'm just pointing that out because if you think about it, you know, by doing something different, by breaking up, you know, your days and by taking an honest look at yourself and saying, hey, what would make me happy? What's something I could do? Oh, I could host a podcast. And I've been opened up and exposed to so many new ways of thinking and surrounded by people that that you know have helped me take out you know those I can't statements and replace them with I can statements uh, people that have helped me burn those limiting beliefs um, like Brandy Holloway I was just recently interviewed on her podcast the burn and um, it's available on Anchor and Spotify, Google Podcasts, and some others. Um, I was actually her Christmas episode, which floored me. I mean, because, you know, the Christmas episode is, is usually, you know, like on TV, it's like, oh, you know, I can't wait to see what they do for the Christmas episode, right? And the fact that I actually got, I could say I've been on a Christmas episode of a podcast, um, you know, where it's, you know, I mean, that was just unbelievable it was amazing because when she told me uh when we did the interview a couple weeks ago 
she was like, well, you know, you might be the first one to kick off the new year, or, you know, we'll get you off into the new year, because I've got all these podcast episodes, because she, you know, goes through and edits them and breaks them up and does all this fancy stuff that I'm no good at, apparently, (laughs) Uh, or I just really haven't taken the time to, because, honestly, I didn't realize I was still going to be podcasting after, you know, three or four days, let alone six months, so... You know, maybe it's time to step up my game. I've got a decent headset mic now. Now it's time to move on to the editing um, and, and cleaning everything up. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, I like the show. I like the, the kind of just rawness of it by just giving it an unedited, you know, just throw it out there and let you guys have it type of attitude about it. Because it's, you know, my unedited thoughts while I'm driving. Uh, sometimes I stop it if the sirens or the train or the whatever outside noises, horns, traffic, what, whatever, are too loud, and then I'll pick it back up, you know. But for the most part, it's just straight up, uh, you know, me and whomever I'm interviewing if it's an interview episode. So, um, you know, that is the way I run the show. But, you know, to, like I said, I was just so thrilled to be the Christmas episode, that was so cool, um, and, yeah, I mean, it was just great to get to talk about what I do, and how I got started, and, and how big a link, part LinkedIn is of it, and you may be thinking, and you guys have, that have been here a while, you know, maybe thinking, like, why LinkedIn, you know, too, but really, it's a place where there's more positive reinforcement, you find those people, like Brandy, who really challenge you, to continue going um you know there's been so many people that have encouraged me along the way whereas on other social media platforms uh, not everybody's as positive as uh as that you know i posted a video on youtube not too long ago that was meant for linkedin but i also wanted to be able to share it with people on facebook so i put the video up on youtube and this guy was like, man, your audio quality sounds terrible on this. I hope your podcast sounds better than that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it does. Because I was actually using a microphone on my podcast, and I was just using the computer mic for the video. But the key was, and the and the audio was clear. It just wasn't like, you know, Dolby uh, audio. Um, but it was basically just to record and to tell people, like, hey, if you follow these steps, this will help you with automating your podcast advertisements online via if this and that, ifttt.com. And, you know, it was more for educational purposes. And, you know, I was just throwing it out there. And everybody on LinkedIn was very appreciative of the information. But this one guy took time out of his day to write this comment. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, well you know, I'm glad you didn't like it. Um, have a nice day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so that's really why LinkedIn, and then of course being a writer, you know, I've tried to write books before, I really have, you know, because people have been telling me most of my life, they're like, you need to write a book, either you need to write a book, or you need to open a pizza restaurant, and um, so I had made several attempts to actually write a book, and it was just too it was too difficult, um, you know, because I had those limited beliefs in place, so I kept sitting there writing, thinking, like, what am I doing? I'm not a writer. I'm not an author. You know, I don't fit the build. I, I'm not the right person. I don't have the right amount of money. 
you know, I don't drive the right car, you know, whatever the case may be, there was all these different beliefs uh, that had been shaped by society, um, you know, and so I decided to give up on it and give up on it, and I did eventually write a book. I got five chapters in, couldn't write anymore, and out of desperation back in 2016, I released it on Kindle um, and was like, whatever, and I sold one copy, which was to myself, because I bought the Kindle download so I could see how it t looked on my <clears throat> on my uh, iPad, and that was that. Never sold another copy, never tried to market it, nothing, because I didn't care. You know, I was just like, whatever, I shouldn't be a writer, I shouldn't have written this, I'm not even sure why I even put this on Kindle, and gave up. And then finally, I started writing on LinkedIn, and I started a blog and started writing, and people loved it. And I was like, wait, maybe I can be a writer. And then people were like, yeah, heck yeah, you can be a writer. What are you thinking? Yes, be a writer. And uh, so I started writing, and I wrote my science fiction novel, and of course a lot of people were interested to find out why science fiction. You know, what, what led me to science fiction? And the, the truth of the matter is, is my dad. You know, my dad led me to science fiction. My dad, my uncle, um, my uncle Bob. Um, and, you know, they were the ones, they were both very big into science fiction and Star Wars and Star Trek and reading. And, uh, of course, my uncle Bob, he was much older than me, obviously, uh, he was, you know, uh, very, very highly intelligent, so he was in school and practicing, studying a lot, things like that, I mean, he actually got an, uh, an award from Ronald Reagan, uh, when he was in high school, uh, for some stuff he worked on, some of his writing, uh, and, and, uh, stuff in chemistry, um, he actually developed time-release Ritalin, so if you've ever taken time-release Ritalin, uh, my uncle is the one who create, designed and created it, um, which I'm, I, I don't really know a lot about it, uh, other than my teachers wanted me to be on it, because I was a straight-A student, but I didn't seem to pay attention in class, and I thought, you know, I had ADD, um, which I might very well have had, but, you know, you... I'm straight A. It's not like I was struggling. I wasn't having any trouble. I was just bored out of my mind. Of course, I had ADD. I had to sit in class for eight hours, and really, I probably could have got away with like an hour of class and you know, you know or an hour of school, and then I would have been fine. I'm just giving my homework and let me go. I don't really need the school part of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, and over time, I, uh, you know. Uh, you know, found my, found my niche and everything, but yeah, as far as my, my uncle goes, you know, we'd sit and watch Star Wars, or hang out whenever he was not working, um, on science -y stuff, and, and getting into college, and all of that stuff, and then my dad, you know, we would sit around and watch TV all the time, and read books, and, you know, just enjoy, uh, doing that, you know, uh, we didn't get to spend a lot of time together, because he was working full-time, he was working third shift, um, but, you know, when he was awake and we were able to spend time together doing those things, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I enjoyed science fiction. 
I enjoyed, um, you know, having that escapism, you know, because science fiction is something where you can create anything, and, you know, it's, it doesn't really matter what it is, because, you know, you have, um, you have this, uh, you know, unlimited ability to create whatever you want, because it's science fiction, and sometimes science fiction becomes actual fact. Let's see here. Please wait. And, uh... Take the ticket. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you look at a book like, for instance, A Logic Named Joe. It's a book written in the 1940s. And this guy pretty much, pretty amazingly... Uh, talked about the internet, talked about computers, talked about networks, talked about Siri and Alexa. I mean, he talked about all of this stuff that didn't exist. I mean, people would have thought, there's no way we're going to have video calling, you know, there's there's no way we're going to have a, a computer, which, of course, they didn't know they were called computers, but back then, but, um, you know, he called them logics. There's no way we're going to have a logic uh, a machine, basically, that's going to be able to, like, we're going to be able to talk to and it's going to be able to give us answers. That'll never happen in a million years. It's not possible. You know, this is pure science fiction. This is fantasy. It'll never happen. Well, here we are. <laughs> I am talking to a computer right now and it's recording my voice to be sent out to potentially billions of people around the world. And he dreamt of all that back in the 40s. If you're interested in it, you can actually listen to the radio drama that NBC put out back in 19, I think, 48, um, of his book, A Logic Named Joe. And it's really cheesy and corny, but if you listen to it, it's kind of scary, too, to think that he thought of this long before any of this existed. And that's what I love about science fiction, because sometimes science fiction turns into actual fact. You know, the world is, you know, just open to amazing possibilities. And there's so many things that can be created. And sometimes somebody might dream of something, and later on down the road, it might become a real thing. You know, even years after their death. So, you know, that's what drives me to science fiction. And that's why I liked writing it, because my father got me into it. I loved that you could create anything. There was no limits on what you could create. And that's why I wanted to start writing science fiction for. Of course, I want to write other genres of books, like I recently wrote and released a book called Excuse Me, I Don't Think I Have a Box, which talks about my life and struggles with OCD, with ARFID, with um, relationships and social skills that I didn't have, and, and how I eventually overcame a lot of that stuff to be able to do the things I'm doing now. So, you know, I'm trying to write all kinds of different books, not just science fiction, but science fiction is really my passion. And so I'm going to continue writing those books because I've got seven to write right now. Seven books that I've thought of that I need to write in the genre. So uh, I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep releasing books. I'm going to keep helping people and teaching people and sharing and doing this podcast and hoping that I can help you break down those walls that, you know, you think you can't do something and turn them into things that you are like, hell yes, I'm doing this. 
so that the world can have your story as well. So with that, guys, I am at work. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great, great day, and let's look forward to this new year. Let's really, really prep and get excited about this new year. Bye. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out.